Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trainer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we are celebrating 4th of July weekend as it was this past weekend by reading out poor reviews of the Hall of Presidents and the American Adventure. <laughs> That's right, America, the British are coming. <laughs> oh, man. They're going to love us. <laughs> hey. I thought it would be a fitting tribute. True. True. I think, um, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what we find about the uh, the Trump animatronic in Hall of Presidents. Yeah, I hope that we find something. Um, but yeah, so basically, well, first of all, I'll just say that's what we're doing. And enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue... That dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Now, now that the intro is out of the way, what I'll say is to anyone who hasn't heard a poor reviews episode before, which might be a few of you because it's been a while since we've done one. Mm. Basically, what we do is we pick an attraction or a theme park or a restaurant, anything related to a theme park, basically. And we read out the worst reviews that people have left for those said things. So this isn't our opinion of the attractions before anyone gets angry at us. All we are doing is reading out the opinions of others. So keep that in mind. Although, if I'm being honest, Hall of Presidents and American Adventure, uh, probably not in my top 50 things to do at Walt Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not the point. That's not why we're here today. Um, I did make the joke the other day to some of my American friends on a... um, on a Google Hangout, they were talking about, I think it was Thursday, no, Friday, they were talking about how it was July 4th weekend, which obviously I didn't even realise. And they were saying, you know, talking about how they were going to be celebrating, keeping safe, obviously, that kind of thing. And um, I was like, do I say the joke? I'm going to say it. And I was like, well, <laughs> given the situation at the moment, if you do want the British to come back, just let us know. <laughs> Thankfully, it landed. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think a, a lot of people could appreciate that at the moment. <laughs> yeah, Thank, thankfully it landed because it could have gone either way. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say we will be a, a big improvement, but it, I think it would be an improvement. Maybe a small improvement based on the current situation. A, a very, very small improvement, but an improvement nevertheless. <laughs> I found it interesting that just on a very non-interesting point that they, they had Friday off instead of Monday. Oh, really? 
yeah it, had the money yeah, like no, like what we do in this country is obviously if you if a bank holiday or a net or a public holiday falls on the weekend, then it's always the Monday afterwards, isn't it? Yeah, except um, for VE Day where they bloody put it on the Friday. <laughs> yeah, they moved it deliberately, didn't they? Um, well, there was enough to yeah, kill off Vera Lynn. That tell you what, if it, if it stayed on the Monday, she'd still be here. <laughs> I did find that weird. Like people, people were like coming out and saying, "Oh, you know, you're expecting her to live forever." She was like a hundred and three. Yeah. It's like I don't know yeah. how I don't know about these people, but I'm not sure they understand how uh, science and uh, <laughs> and the biology of a human being works. Yeah, it's like I thought she was going to outlive us all. It's like, yeah, she's 103. She's uh, she's had the good innings. And unless you're planning to put your head in an oven, the chances are she's probably going to die before you. <laughs> also, if you are going to put your head in an oven, it wouldn't do much good nowadays because most of them aren't gas. True, true. They're electric. Um, you just get a bit toasty. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess at, at a certain point, it, it, you know, it would do the job, but it's gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna hurt like a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be my way of going out. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, actually, there's a story where I don't know why I'm telling this because it's really grim, but my nan's. Um, f- friend when she was at school came home from school and discovered her mum's head in the oven wow okay yeah turned out <clears> quick <throat> I know <laughs> escalated very quickly yeah I mean obviously that was back when gas ovens were more of a thing but god can you imagine jeez oof that's not the best thing to come home to <laughs> no not when you you know when you're expecting your steak and kidney pie from Weatherspoons. Oh no, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I had no interest in setting foot into a spoons before all of this kicked off. I certainly yeah. don't know. No, no. I mean he's a, And for those yeah. for those in America, Weatherspoons is basically um it's basically Denny's if Denny's was on fire <laughs> and run and, by a lunatic. Yeah, if Denny's was run Run on fire, run by a lunatic, and covered in poo, <laughs> and served out al- and served alcohol, which I'm sure Danny's must. I don't, I don't remember. I only really go there for breakfast. Yeah, I don't know. I know they do, they do like other, they do like a dinner menu, don't they? They must serve booze. Excuse, I, excuse, I, I assume so. Yeah. So let's get into some reviews before I share some more horrific stories. Have, uh, people with ovens also can I, I mean my nan is, is no longer with us but my nan shared that with me when i was a kid <laughs> she's teaching you good life lessons ryan don't put oh. your head in the oven and people wonder why i'm like i am <laughs> that's the thing you're good influences as a child she just i mean she, she would drop it in the conversation like exactly like i have then and like 10 year old me like, of it is like it's like, did did I just hear what you think I heard? <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Right. Let's start with <laughs> let's start with the Hall of Presidents. And remember, these are not our reviews. Um, first we one. May or may not agree with them, but they are not ours. Yeah, exactly. The first one is from Steve Coles, and he says it's a great Amer- all American name. That isn't it. <laughs> I mean, it makes you wonder how many, how many Americans there are in these poor reviews, or are they all non-Americans? 
I reckon I reckon most non-Americans wouldn't even bother leaving a review for this. Probably, yeah. I mean, there's one guy down there called Chad, so I think that's, that's safe to say he's American. Yeah. No one outside of America is called Chad. No, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Nobody, nobody, absolutely nobody. Yeah. If if they are, they came from America and now live somewhere else. Yeah, their parents are American. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Steve Cole says, not not sure that politics really holds a place in Walt Disney World. <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting point because, yeah, I mean, I don't think it should be political, but I don't think these Hall of Presidents is really political. No, it's not. If it was political, they wouldn't have put Trump in, into the attraction. Yeah, like they've they've put every single president in there, and obviously you get presidents of different differing parties and things like that. So it's not like they're saying, "Oh, we're only putting Republican presidents in," or "We're only putting Democrat presidents in." They've they've it's just these are the presidents. So <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's politically driven. No, I I would agree with that. I think anyone that says it is maybe hasn't actually been on the attraction or is just assuming that it is. Um, yeah, I I never got one side of the political um kind of side, one political side over the other on that attraction when i've been on it no no i mean they they were obviously betting on the fact that hillary was going to win in 2016 um the fact that the trump animatronic looks a bit, bit more like hillary than it does like trump yeah. but <laughs> yeah but that's just a that's just a money-making decision you know they had to they had to make a gamble as to which one they were going to which one they're going to go for at least this year is easier because it's either going to be Trump. I mean, Kanye West is not going to win, by the way. If you, did, if you didn't know, he's put his, he's he's thrown his uh, "Make America Great Again" hat. He's thrown, yeah, he's, thrown he's thrown that away and thrown himself into the ring. Um, yeah. Or it's going to be Biden, and I think Biden is quite easy because all you need really is to find one of the, the old animatronics from the Great Movie Ride and just, just wrinkle that up a bit. <laughs> maybe the, maybe the Wicked Witch of the West. And uh, just ungreen that, and you'll be fine. Or failing that, just just find a large walnut and put that on top of the robot. <laughs> See, we're not just against Trump. We don't we don't like Biden either. I mean, he's probably the lesser of two evils overall. I mean, from from a non from a non American point of view. Yeah, I mean, in, 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 you know, from a non American point of view, how can you how can you vote for either of those people? Like one of them is well, one of them is Trump, and the other is like an old, touchy-feely, really old man. Sounds like we're still talking about Trump here. Yeah, well, to be fair, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> but it's like all the photos that he's in with with young women, and it's so creepy and cringy to look at. Is it? Is he like, oh, Hansy John? Yeah, he's basically basically John Lasseter. <laughs> So, the next one from Maurice Hayes. They have closed it for refurbishment. Oh, by the way, anyone that questions why we're not on Disney's press list, this is why. <laughs> this is why. Yeah, Universal like us for some reason. <laughs> they do. We're honest. Um, Disney don't like honesty. They like, they like people to toe the line. They like yes men. Yeah. Do you like this attraction? Yes. Yes. Will you pay double for an annual pass that you did last year? Yes. <laughs> Day of closed refurbishment. Says to welcome the new president. He was elected back in November. How long did it take when the last president was when the last president was elected? 
eye roll. So Interesting choice to give it one star. But... Maurice is obviously a fan of Trump and is disgusted at how long it's taking them to put Trump into the attraction. Ah, I see. That's what he's going for, you reckon? Compared to the other presidents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long it normally took. I don't know how long it took them to get Obama in there. I, I don't know. I mean, sure. it's, not, it's never been an attraction I've been that bothered about. Um, no, I've never really paid attention to when it's open and when it's not. No. Although, you know, I'll just wander past and be like, oh, it seems to be open. I'll check it out. <laughs> I think the... I I mean, I'm sure I would have done it when I was a lot younger, but when we did it, in, we did it in 2018, didn't we? Because yeah. that was when, just after the Trump animatronic had been added. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was been the first time that I'd been on it in a long, 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 long time. Yeah. So, um, well, so I did it. So I did it in 2018, and then I did it last year on um, on my honeymoon as well. Because <clears throat> uh, keeping the magic alive, eh? Exactly. What way to uh, <laughs> celebrate your honeymoon? What better way than to enjoy a very one-sided tale of America's history? <laughs> Uh, A. Clark says, sadly, I cannot bring myself to visit this attraction anymore. Politics have ruined it for me. I am glad that I got to see see it before that happened, though. Most people just use it for the AC anymore. Anymore. Brilliant. Good, good grammar. Any, Excellent. Yeah. Good words. Um, I mean, he's, he, you know, I'm not going to lie. That is one of the main reasons to go in there is for the AC. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't. Politics have ruined it for me. Again, I think it goes back to the fact that Trump's in there. That, that doesn't mean that Disney's taken a side. That just means they're following the tradition that they've always done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know whether he's saying... I don't know whether he's saying just politics in general. It's, it's, it's you know, um, worn him down so much. Yeah. That he just can't stand. He just can't, see, just can't bear the whole of presidents anymore. I did see, actually, the last time I went into this attraction... Um, which was last October, I believe, October or November. Um, the amount of people in there that were wearing like veterans hats who like are so into it. Mm. I just, I just, I mean, obviously I, I love, I both love and dislike that about America. And I just can't imagine anyone in the UK being like that. No, I mean, you really don't get that. Uh, no, I know. I know what you mean by you kind of love it and, loathe it at the same time don't you it's kind of it's a bit because it's a bit weird you kind of think oh that's nice that they appreciate the people that have been it's fantastic you know, it's that, lovely, that have lovely, served yeah. it's nice to it's nice that they appreciate those people though I do, I do find it a bit odd when those people that have been in the services go round and wear the hats and wear the t-shirts almost to encourage yes comments that say oh yeah thank you for your service yeah like because you do see it you see people walking wearing wearing the hats and then people do go up to them and say thank you for your service or you know in passing and things like that which you think is nice for the you know that they said that but it's a bit weird that that person has almost like encouraged the comment by wearing the hat yeah it almost feels like it's the only hat or or t-shirt they own um yeah you can imagine they probably wear it quite a lot yeah i do feel it very very it's a very odd thing especially I mean, from a personal level, I don't want to get too deep into war and politics on this show, but from a personal <laughs> level, I've, I've got a lot of respect for our World War II vets, where mm-hmm. the war was 100% necessary. Us not going to war would have been the end of life in the UK as we knew it, versus 
say the Vietnam War or the Iraq War, which I don't necessarily feel should have happened either way. So I, no. I think that those two, that, that's the thing where I'm like, fine, fair enough, you've chosen that as your career and you're kind of stuck with it if there's a war. But at the same time, it's not quite the same. No, no, but I, I mean, the thing is, obviously, the people, the people that that choose to go into the services and, and do that sort of thing, I mean, they obviously have no control over where they're sent. No. So you kind of, I can, I can appreciate them, but at the same time, I know what you're saying is that, you know, in recent years, the wars that have happened have not been necessary. No, not really. at all. They've literally been done um, to to get the government more money. Yeah. So, but but yeah, I can appreciate that that, that you know the people that serve, they serve regardless, and 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 um, because they're just you know following orders, aren't they? Well, yeah. Sheep, um, as uh, one might say. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mike Mike Swadia says it has changed this year. I've seen it two times a year since it had been up and running. This year, music has changed. Not playing Hail to the Chief when the presidents are introduced. That's what made the whole thing. Not, not it is off my list to see again. A great, makes sense. What? Not is he off my list to see. So it. when he says it's not off his list, I think so. A... But he's giving I, it. I'd still watch it. Yeah, that's really confusing. Maybe he doesn't know whether he's going to watch it or not. No, he's still undecided. <laughs> he's confused himself. He started by saying, not that it's going to turn me off. And then he said, not this, not, not this, not off, off, not off, not off, not off, off, not <laughs> Go outside, go to work, don't go to work. It's like, make your mind up, Mike. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's music. I don't really... Yeah, so is he, he's given it a one star because they've changed the song. Yeah. Not playing Hail to the Chief. I mean, I don't know that one, to be fair. I think it's Hail to the yeah. Bus Driver, but they replace it with Chief. Oh, okay. That that would that sounds like it would be a really weird song. Could be wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> I, might, I might just be assuming. <laughs> I mean, I hope that's kind of the case, because in my mind, that's a really weird song if that was changed. Can you imagine just like creepy kids singing... Hail to the chief, 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 chief. <laughs> Don't they do that in The Simpsons? Don't they sing that song in The Simpsons at some point? I think just before the bus crashes, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. It's when Skinner has taken over <laughs> as the bus driver. Ah, yes. That rings yeah. a bell. Yeah. I've, I've, I've started watching a few of the episodes of The Simpsons from season one on uh, Disney+. Plus. Um and it's weird how many of the really like first season episodes I remember really well. Because yeah. I obviously watched them over and over again as a as a kid on like Channel Four, wherever it was, whether wherever it was aired. Because um, I don't think because when did it start? Like nineteen eighty nine or something like that. Yeah, I think so. So obviously it was like three years before I was born. Yeah. And yet I've seen those episodes so many times. That I I know them so well. I we just watched a season a season eight episode. And this is still relevant because um, you know Simpsons are in a theme park, they're owned by Disney, whatever. Um, yeah. The episode with Globex where they have the the guy who's basically a Bond villain. Yes. Yeah. I can't think of his. What's his name? Oh. What is his name? Hank. Oh. 
Ah, yes. Yeah. The only the only name I could think of was Max Power, but I knew it wasn't that. That's what Homer calls himself. <laughs> That's what Homer it? called himself. Yeah, at some yeah. point. Hank Scorpio. Yeah, that that is season eight. It really. So they're still <laughs> absolutely smashing it on season eight. Mm. That episode is so good. It's the but my favorite bit is not like often people say their favorite bit is the the, the bit where basically James Bond gets killed. But my favorite bit of that episode is where Homer walks into like the, the rocket facility and they're obviously building this like huge laser to destroy um, a country. And there's two bits that happen in that area. One is where he goes, Homer, which country do you dislike more, Italy or France? And he's like programming which country to destroy. And Homer goes, uh, France. He's like, uh, nobody ever says Italy. And then, and then Homer goes in looking for some sugar for his coffee. And he's like, sugar? Oh, yeah, I've got some sugar. And he just pulls sugar out of his pockets. And he's like, sorry, I don't have, don't have any in the packets. And, he just and he's, like, uh, he's like, do you want cream? And Homer's like, uh, no. I remember that bit. It's such a good episode. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the one I watched last night. Looking back on it, you can imagine him being like an Elon Musk character. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Maybe that's where, maybe that's um, what Elon Musk was watching as a child and just growing up on that. Yeah. yeah we, I mean, I say as a child, he was probably like in his mid twenties or something by that time. Yeah, um, probably. But yeah, probably where he's molded his personality on. Oh yeah. <laughs> Keep sugar in his pocket all the time. Oh God. But I guarantee you it's not sugar. Yeah. that's that's very true uh mike coletti says the revamped hall of presidents was 50 percent diatribe for the struggle for equality the largest largest message of the film and audio was that the usa was an evil empire until the civil war freed slaves and has only slowly improved since then but that we are on the right track i left the film feeling disgusted by my country even though the u.s is likely the fairest to ethnic minorities in the world and probably the best place a woman has ever lived in the history of the planet. Well, Mike, as a what I assume to be a white privileged man, um, yes, you're you're in the in the right place to comment about ethnic rights and women. <laughs> also, both of those things that he's just said is complete nonsense, given the recent events that have happened uh, across the world with the the movement that's been happening, and mm. um, the lack of a female president. But yes, hmm. Mike, talk to us. Talk to us about how great your rights are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly not going to say they're the worst country in the world for those oh, no, sort of things. Far from it. But but they're not the best. I would say that the UK is slightly ahead. Not not by much. Not by much at all. Yeah, I would probably agree. But not like by much. you. There's obviously still you know that you get you get you get the same sort of like uh, what, what's the word discrimination. Like police yeah. discrimination in the UK. Um, obviously, you don't get people being shot because we don't have guns as much over here. Yeah, that's the real um, difference, I think. But yeah, you still get discrimination over here, don't you? Definitely. And we've had a female prime minister, two female prime ministers, both of which have been terrible. But then <laughs> that is true of 80% of our prime ministers, in all fairness. I think it's 80% of the politicians in general, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, Thatcher, let's not even talk about. Theresa May, the one thing I can say about Theresa May is she did, she did a lot for diabetes. I thought you were going to say dancing there. No. Well, she's going to be on Strictly this year. 
Is she really? No, no. Can you imagine? Oh, I, I thought you'd seen something. Through the weeds, <laughs> the cornfields of London. I mean, I don't think they sing in the street. She's going to. She's gonna. She's gonna. She's gonna write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. Our, our the queen Theresa Theresa May is gonna do it all. <laughs> did she? You say she do a lot for diabetes. Is that because she is diabetic? Is she? Yeah. So it's quite self-serving, really. Oh well, not it's not because she gets all of her healthcare paid for. Oh, I see. Oh, what? Well, because she's privatized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that so, what you mean? Yeah. So actually, like trying to get like she did a lot to try and not as much as other politicians, but trying to get the um, patch that I've got through um, onto right. the NHS and things like that. Um, because I remember she was pictured wearing that patch and the press were like, oh my God, look, she's a robot. <laughs> like the, a robot is running the country. And everyone who knew what it was, is just like, really? Like, that's your headline, <laughs> is it? Why don't you just do some research? That's amazing. I mean, the first, first, first thing that they jumped to, she must be a robot. She's an android. <laughs> Her circuit boards are broken out of the skin. No wonder she wants Brexit. Look at the way she dances. It must be true. <laughs> oh, they are dancing. Oh my god, you just reminded me. No, don't put her on strictly, please. <laughs> I thought that's why you were commenting on the fan. She's no, I totally strictly. forgot. I totally forgot about her dancing. Right, let's let's move on to. Um, Onto American Adventure, I think. Yeah. Uh, E.H. Um, don't know what that stands for. Says, look, I'm as red-blooded American as your gun-toting neighbour with the fading Ro uh, Romney bumper sticker on his battered pickup. But the American pavilion is a mockery of the USA and volatile history our young country boasts. From the massive five-storey building masked by three storeys of oversized windows and doors to the joke of a summation of, of the history of our states and the good and bad we've committed, as we moulded this experiment of democracy. Considering the number of foreign visitors to Epcot, it would be nice to have a better defined slice of American life and law than this embarrassment. One star given to the robotic stars of the history presentation, they do hold up to the test of time. I'd, I mean, he's not wrong, but it almost feels like I would have liked to see what he actually would like to include in the attraction. Yeah, like what alternative he could offer. What's wrong with it? Yeah. Weirdly, he's kind of hit the review that he's he's added a picture with the review, and it's just a picture of like a just a stalk. Yeah. <laughs> like weird, like weirdly, <laughs> no bearing on the review or anything like that. Just just a guy and a picture of a stalk. Yeah, it is. Um, it's very odd. I I do find both of these shows very odd because I studied American history as part of my history a levels and it's they're, they're both very odd shows mm. but all of presidents at least I mean, it's a bit odd in that they're like oh yes look we are with we were the first democracy and um this is the thing you know it's like well i'm not sure you were um but like, okay you might be the first democracy to make a, have a have a president which doesn't feel entirely democratic but there we go um Especially the way it's being run at the minute, <laughs> but it is yeah, it's a bit odd. And then the American Adventure is very odd because they just glaze over pretty much anything bad that's happened. Yeah, yeah. Which 
I get, you know, you, you kind of think, well, okay, yeah, it's a, it's in a theme park, so they don't want to make it too dark. But put the Muppets in there, if, for goodness sake. Yeah, like that. I mean, if they if if they want to go for a light-hearted approach, then take put the Muppets in. Yeah, you know, because because then then you kind of you can you can glaze over the kind of the dicey bits, can't you? Yeah, um, it's the Muppets because it's because it's a comedy one. Whereas if you've got like real people or animatronics sort of talking about the history, it's kind of a bit like well, it's, it's, on one hand it's serious, but on the other hand you're kind of like painting a different picture. Yeah. Um, uh, let's move on to Rhonda Smith. The show in the theatre needs to be changed desperately. Being of mixed eth- um please say that. Uh, my brain Ethnicity. Knows. Thank you. <laughs> it was actually very uncomfortable to watch, and I would not recommend it to anyone. I'm a Disney fanatic, but this show is a total and complete disaster as to how it is not the complete history of America and has a skewed view on race relations. With all the renovations going on around Walt Disney World, this should definitely be one. I mean, she makes all the points that you were saying about there, doesn't didn't you? Basically, basically. Um, I don't know whether she's actually an American. She doesn't I, say. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't give any indication of whether she's an American or not. She's um, not the complete history of America. Yeah, she doesn't say like our history or anything like that. So it's hard to tell. Um, but yeah, I think she she makes some fair points. I reckon. I, I think, I mean, it's clearly been pulled together by a collection of aging white Imagineers, hasn't it? I mean, let's be honest. If you look at Disney's senior leadership team right now, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not great. I mean, yeah, I think that's a, it's a similar picture across a lot of companies, isn't it really? It, it is, um, but like Disney have barely even got women in, in, in top leadership roles. And the last yeah. one, the, the last one that really came in obviously was Catherine Powell. Of course, um, there almost immediately, even though she'd done nothing wrong. Yeah, didn't they? Didn't they blame the like Galaxy Edge? Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, <laughs> somehow, and yet, so she 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 went down. She got the push, and uh, and somehow, um, Chapek got a promotion. Chapek got a promotion. <laughs> How does that work out? He was the he was surely the buck stops with him. Yeah, well, as head like, of parks, yeah, parks and resorts, yeah. Absolutely, that was his decision. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, how? Uh, yeah, it's a bit weird to kind of sack the person that didn't really have too much involvement in it, and, and he gets a promotion. Yeah. Curious. I will but say no, you're right. Like the, the new guy, yeah. Josh. Yes. Who is? Everyone is like, oh, it's Josh. Oh, he's so lovely. <laughs> like. Yeah, like he has a he has a nice smile, but he's not actually done an awful lot yet, other than walk around the park smiling at people. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen pictures of screwing annual pass holders. I've seen, I've, yeah, I've seen pictures of me of, of like him going through the park and things like that, and it, it was a little bit dicey to begin with, wasn't it? Because it was around the sort of time where COVID yeah. was sort of you know getting into swing, and uh, he was like shaking people's hands in the parks and things like that. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think. I don't. I don't really know too much about it. Like where I he's come he's from. Good. I think he's. I think he cares a lot about the company, which is great. It's a good start. Yeah. I think he's got passion for Disney, which is far better than Chappick has. Yeah. And in my, in all honesty, I think he will be in Chappick's role within two years. Yeah, I think he. 
I think he he looks he has a better sort of he already looks better than Chapek basically. He's got a pa- he's, what, the passion is there, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, was, which Chapek is like Chapek never really showed. Maybe he had it, but he never showed it. No, I mean Chapek. I think should be like CFO. Yeah, he's yeah, he's some, a finance some man. More financial than Numbers kind man. of imaginative. Which is fine. Yeah, nothing um, wrong with that. Yeah, Josh, I think is definitely going to be CEO of Disney at some point. I think he's got all the makings of a CEO. He basically, he's kind of a younger Bob Iger in some respects. And mm-hmm. I think in terms of the passion, I mean, Bob, again, Bob Iger, I think he let the power go to his head a bit, and I think he's become a bit smug. But <laughs> I think at the minute, Josh has still got that that feeling of actually, I really love Disney. I really love the fans. I get it. It's going to be yeah. interesting to see what he what decisions he makes in a post-COVID world about how to improve the parks. Yeah, yeah. That's that's going to be where we see the real test. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what comes out of that. Really. Um, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because obviously watching the Imagineering story on um, mm. Disney Plus, you kind of see that basically whenever they seem, whenever they get a new CEO, they seem to build a new theme park. Yeah. Um, but I'd be surprised if that happens this time with Chapek, given A, he's a money man, and B... Um, they don't have the money. They don't have the money, yeah. Like, obviously, the current, you know, obviously the current climate and things like that. Um, so I don't think we're going to be, see, be seeing a new Disney park pop up just because we've got a new CEO. No, also, I don't think they need it because now Epic Universe is basically cancelled, at least for the time being. Epic Universe? Oh, uh, oh Okay. Has something been said about it, or it's basically just temporary? It's just on pause, and they've and Universal have made a lot of creative types. Uh, they've they've made them redundant. Right. Okay. So Epic Universe is not happening in twenty twenty four. There is no way. Um, right. Okay. So yeah. presumably that's going to be pushed back several years, which means Disney doesn't really have to do an awful lot in Orlando for the time being. Uh, given that yeah, Orlando is definitely the most profitable area they've got. Yeah. That will be where I expect it to see a new park. Oh, what in in universe in yeah, Universal in in Florida? Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess yeah. I think that would be the easiest choice, wouldn't it? Rather than building a brand new, brand new property in some new location. Yeah. Um, like a like building a UK Disneyland, Ryan. Oh, that, that's the thing, is it? I think that's already happening. Yeah, I think they've already they've already got plans to build that. I keep seeing headlines about UK UK Disneyland. So. Well, maybe um, maybe maybe they've already chosen a new location. Maybe, maybe, maybe it might be somebody in, maybe near the Thames. I think maybe. Oh, that's a perfect location for Disney. Perfect location for Disney, yeah. Especially a UK Disneyland would be would be brilliant. That'd be lovely, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony Natal says very terrible experience. They told us to be back at three forty-five, and when we got here, they said sorry, it starts at three forty-five. We came back to Epcot primarily to see this show. Oh dear, I'm so sorry. But because someone <laughs> didn't take the time to say the show starts at three forty-five rather come back at that time we missed it i'm not really sure you can rate a, an attraction one star based on that i mean yeah i mean i think like if you i don't i don't get it they say it started at 345 so they got there at 345 why why can't they just go in well yeah it's not going to be full no it's not like it's it's not like, it's not like oh you've got to arrive at least by two yeah um, otherwise you're not going to get a seat that's what the yeah, that's what the cast members packed. are like oh it's it's basically fantastic. This you'll be lucky if you find standing room. <laughs> Best turn up at 
oof, half 12 for the uh, 345 viewing <laughs> and start queuing then. Um, Adam Oster says, I caught this show once, probably wouldn't do it again. While technically impressive, it really just is incredibly slow. I love many of the edu- educational items around Epcot, but this one just doesn't grab me. I generally bypass most of this pavilion in general, as it seems to be the lamest example of the culture of a country around the World Showcase. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's, not, he's not far off. I mean, there isn't a lot in the American pavilion, is there? Well, they've got the, they've got the new... Um, oh, what? The Sam, Sam Eagle Eagle. That's, that's true. They've got the, that that's, that's new, me. isn't it? That does excite me. Although they've missed a trick by not having Sam Eagle actually in the restaurant. Yeah, is he just on the menu? He's just on, just the, on the artwork. Just the menu. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Lazy, yeah, think... Josh. Lazy. <laughs> That's going to be the first description of you. Lazy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, doesn't, it does feel like a kind of a weaker pavilion, doesn't it, really? Um, does it even have a shop? Uh, yes, it does. Oh, yes, it does. I have been in there, yes. Yeah, the toilets. About it now. Yes. I mean, I'll give it that. It has the best toilets. Magnificent toilets. Magnificent. Literally the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's got some great toilets. It's, about, it's, 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 it's probably the best thing going for it, really. Yeah, that, that's probably all, all I can say on it, to be honest. <laughs> right, let's read a couple more. Um, Dan Hilliard says, just god awful. No idea why anyone would enjoy this. And Daniel Escobar Ruiz says, ultra American version of history, which is, which is very true. <laughs> um, and I think on that note, we will call it there. There's nothing more to say. There's nothing more to say. I get it. People enjoy these, um, attractions but i think there's definitely need to update both of them and make them a bit truer to history and less offensive to people outside of america yeah yeah in particular you're talking about the british aren't you yes <laughs> but no i think you're right isn't it they don't have a they don't have I, it doesn't feel like they have much of a place in the theme park really like no i, I agree i think they need to replace them with um something a bit more fun like but, the Muppets. Yeah, I th- I think the p- the problem is they could only replace it with something similar, but done like by the Muppets, say as you say. Yeah. Because um, if they took it out, then there would be massive uproar, wouldn't they? Wouldn't I think they? so. I I think I could see Hall of Presidents staying, um, but I think American Adventure <laughs> replace that with a like, Muppet show, especially now that Sam Eagles next door. I think that would be incredible. Yeah, that would work quite nicely, wouldn't it? Yeah. Almost like a new home for the Muppets. Yeah, it would be great. So yeah, if you um, if you like either these attractions or dislike either these attractions, let us know. We are on all of the socials. Just search for Theme Park Trader. And if you liked um, today's show or any of our shows, please leave us a review on your podcast app of choice. And we will be back for another show next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>